it's been a long, a long time coming, but I'm free, no more chains holding me, cause they don't know my story, can't see my pain, if they did then they would love me just the same, I shine, you shine, we shine together, that's how it was meant to no shame, it's all love. Hey, my loves. Welcome back to Christian Girls in the City podcast. I am your host, Latoya Deshine. And today we are discussing covenant friendships. But guess what? This is part two. During the infamous cutoff era, the moment where we have no respect for each other, I can't stress enough how our friendships mean the most in our sphere. They're purposeful and they are impactful and they are influential to our destiny. I am joined today by, by none other than my sis, my girl, Miss Jonetta. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, you guys. Uh, man, I am so blessed to be here. When my sister reached out to me, I was like, of course, like we have to have this conversation. For those who don't know me, my name is Jonetta, but when you really get to know me, you could just call me Jojo. Um, I really don't like to talk about myself. It is so uncomfortable for me to talk about myself. I really, it makes me cringe. But just to give you guys a little background about me, um, like again, I just said, my name is Jonetta. I am a wife. I'm a mother of five children. Yes, I have a lot of kids. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I am a makeup artist, published, ma'am, I add. I am a published makeup artist. Uh, outside of that, uh, I am an entrepreneur. Um, I'm an intercessor, licensed minister, ordained in, in the office of a prophet, Ooh. and many other hats I wear. But the one that I really love the most is just being um a child of the truly one only holy living God. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 me in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's that one and true and living God part for me. Mm-hmm. Listen. Because it's it's a lot of gods, but it's the Listen. one true and living. Don't get me started. Girl, they don't want us out here preaching. The one true and living G O D capital. Yes. All yes. caps G O D. Yes. But we ain't gonna go there. We're not gonna go there. But no, we are here to discuss Covenant Friendships Part 2. And the first one was so dynamic. The, the young ladies that were on with me last month, they really, really dropped gems on how to be a Covenant friend, on how to discover Covenant friends. And it was so impactful. It was so um, essential. And I mean, I'm. It, it let me know when I'm in my mid-30s that, wow, I was doing friends so wrong. Yeah. Which brought me to say, I need to cover how you're doing friendship wrong. We covered how you're doing it correctly, but how are we doing it wrong? And That's it's right. it's important that we know and that we understand that there are friendships from God and then there are friendships from the enemy that are here to steal kill and destroy um and i'm just so ready to dive in we got some juicy questions i truly believe this y'all will not be hearing me and jonetta speaking y'all will be hearing from the holy spirit himself because i am 
thoroughly persuaded he's going to take over because I think so many people suffer from this situation of having bad friends, whether you're in the culture or in the kingdom. Everybody is trying to handle bad friendships. Yes, yes, absolutely. So we're going to dive right into question one. What are some incorrect ways to create a friendship? The first thing I want to, and I was ready for this one, you hear me? (laughs) Because I have been a person that has done this more than once, even Mm. as a believer. Yeah. So you guys, I am in my 30s, but it took for me in my 30s to realize my own unhealthy cycle when it comes to friendship. The one thing that you do not want to do is bond with somebody over trauma. And what I mean by trauma is like, oh, well, I'm going to be her friend because she been done wrong by her best friend. I was done wrong by my best friend. So we go be best friends. Like, mm-hmm. no, let, let's insist. Let's not do that one. Yeah. They don't want to bond over trauma because what you are doing is you are forming a unhealthy soul tie, with mm. person, which is really, a, 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 it's really a familiar spirit if we keep it all the way buck. Yeah, we might as well. I mean, this is this this is a safe space, and we we all about honesty here. So absolutely, that's 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 what it is. And you know, me, I'm a person. I like to tell on myself because I I can tell my story. I can tell it, you know, better than anybody else can. I've been that person that's done that multiple times, bonding with somebody who shared similar trauma, calling them sis and them calling me sis. And then we say we're best friends and then a, a same situation presents itself. Now the friendship has to end. Like we don't want to continue to do that. So one thing I would definitely say is never feel like you have to bond with somebody because y'all have similar trauma. What y'all can be doing is coming together and, and you might be in a space to where you're healed. God might put you in that person's path to let them get some understanding and some insight on why they are going through what they're going through and y'all just passing through like it's not for y'all to stay friends or even be friends it's not for y'all to be yoked up it's not for y'all to say oh that's my bff that's my rider that like no we have to no i i completely agree like I can't even think of the countless friendships. And I, when I say friendships, I'm using air quotes. Yeah. Friendships that I created over trauma and brokenness. Yes. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. The Bible talks about jealousy being as cruel as the grave. We know that. Jealousy begins when one of the two decides to begin to take the route of becoming whole. Listen. Mm. This when I say you just <laughs> you just open mm. up a whole nother can. Yeah, and it it that's really too. and that jealousy, that that envy, that green, it doesn't just come. It doesn't seeps out. It pours out. It yes. reeks. You can see it. You can smell it. You can yes. tell it. It ain't nothing. You can tell me there's no different, and it becomes a battle. And yes. the thing is, you're yes, battling over the trauma and the brokenness that one of you are struggling to get out. Yeah. Mm. And because, you know, we're probably both people who are like are like me, big on loyalty. Yes. You know, loyalty to a fault to where. Girl, I would loyal. kill for you. Still, yes. for you. I got you. Yes. That you will subject yourself to dysfunction all in the name of loyalty come on sis we can't do that anymore like let's stop but we can't do that and i've been a person who has done that multiple times because i grew up on loyalty 
and not seeing that you know loyalty that thing is twofold it goes two ways it's not a one-way street it is a two-way street so we cannot be loyal to dysfunction loyal to a fault to the point to where that loyalty to that person and that dysfunction is robbing you of your peace robbing you of your sleep like and it got to that point for me and i'm like oh man i'm friends with this person and you know this is my best friend this and it but why do i feel empty why do i feel like it, I'm about oh to my god my you know what i'm wow. saying like yes that's good the emptiness a friendship should never give a friendship should never render emptiness no 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 and what i have learned mm. you know and, and and this might be another topic that you might have already hit on because i haven't had a chance to listen to all of the podcasts but i wish that as much as we have women empowerment services and seminars and as much as the church teaches women how to be wives we need to learn friendship yes like, no 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 it's so important friend. like nobody and how we're taught how, how to be an enemy yeah before we're taught how to be friends that part <laughs> we're that taught part. on oh if she look at you like that girl she jealous or if she do this to you she jealous or oh she wants your man i mean it's all you need to watch out for your best friend you don't bring your man around your bed i mean yeah. you we're taught of all the traps but yes. we're not taught of the goodness and no. the fullness of a, what friendship really can offer. Absolutely. So already mm. we going into a friendship and our minds are already mindset. And, mm -hmm. and what it is, it's people spewing out their own insecurities onto others. Like, give me the gospel. Give me Jesus. Don't give me what you're dealing with. Like, don't let's mm. not let's not do that one. No. Um, and and I think another thing is people have to get in a space to when they've been like us and found themselves in a repetitive cycle of being in bad friendships that you take accountability for your part because you just absolutely can't that under individual no baby you had to have played a part because you gave them access mm -hmm. nobody have access to us unless we render it unto them so we have to be put on our big girl panties and take accountability for what roles we allow people to play in our lives. And you know what? That leads me into the next question. Name the red flags that are obvious and sometimes hidden in broken friendships. And when I thought about this, this question, Jonetta, when I, when I was writing mm -hmm. it out and before I sent it to you, the first thing I thought about was the first red flag is within myself, not the other person. Yep. Your own insecurities. Yep. It's me. Mm -hmm. Am I whole enough? Yep to be a good friend not about having a good friend but to be a good friend that's good sis that's that's real good is my is my low is my love is my love flow abundant or deficient because if i'm in any type of deficiency i can't give to you nope, something you don't have that the capacity asking. nope man so i mean how 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 have you been able to identify not with just in yourself but with communing with other women how have what are the red flags that you're able to come in because like you said we in our 30s we didn't been around a block a couple times Listen. we didn't we seen some things so what are some of the red flags and some of the hidden things that you've seen where you like mm, i didn't caught on in your coattail okay girl well especially like when you come especially we thank god for the holy ghost amen Ooh. so with having the spirit of discernment you can tell when a person 
you know, has a spirit of loneliness on them or they have low mm-hmm. self-esteem or, or they have, you know, rejection issues or mommy or daddy issues. People who have issues like that, they don't have the, we just talked about the whole, having the whole, they don't have the capacity to be a friend because they're looking for you to be like a mother or to be like a father or to be whatever hurt them. They're looking for, for you to play that role in their lives. And as a friend, that's not the role you play. You, If I'm your friend, I can't play mama. I can't play daddy. I can't be the man that hurts you. Like, I, no. And so I, I, I've seen that and I've seen women who deal with, um, with low self-esteem. I've been in friendships with women who have, who dealt with low self-esteem and ultimately it it uh it ended the friendship because mm. I was a person that's very very bold and um very confident in myself and to a person that operates on low self esteem to them that can be very intimidating. So instead of a person asking, well, hey, well, Jonetta, well, hey, Toya, how did you obtain that? That spirit in them has them. Well, we gonna combat against this. We gonna fight against that. We gonna try to shut Toya down. Let's shut Jonetta down because they doing too much. But all we're doing is what God called us to do. So I noticed now moving forward, I can't <clears throat> I can't be friends with someone, someone. who has low self-esteem, who 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 battles with loneliness and, and rejection, even a person who has uh identity issues. If you don't know who you are, <laughs> Ooh, then you're not gonna and, and that's it. If you don't know who you are. You're not gonna respect who I am. Who I am you. If you don't know who you are, you don't. You you can't even see me. You can't even see what I bring to the table. So, you can't even respect it. Listen, and so I, I and I thank God for uh, my mistakes. <laughs> we bless God. I mean, many of them have been made. Yeah. Um, but those are the things that through my mistakes, now I have a wisdom that I would have never obtained had I not went through these things. Had I not made these mistakes. I wouldn't know that, hey, you can't do this. Hey, you can't do that. So now I know, hey, is she dealing with this? If she dealing with that, you better go the other way. And we have the Holy Ghost. And we know And sometimes because we need a friend and we lonely, you know, right now we're in the middle of a pandemic and everybody, you know, in the house. Well, I just need somebody to talk to. No, you better listen to the Holy Ghost because he'll never steer you wrong. Exactly. And. And and sometimes when you're moving from an empty space, you look for anything to fill it. Yes. And with that being said, you force yourself in situations God was not even having you in. Listen, God got me right on together because, you know, we, we love to tell God, God, that ain't me. You know, we love to do that. Well, maybe it's just me. Girl, <laughs> no, no. Maybe I only want to talk about my me. journal. So I was mm-hmm. like, you know, when it happened to me, when I had to end the last friendship I had to end and I went to God, I was like, how you let this happen? He was like, I didn't have nothing to do with that. He's like, did I tell you to be friends with that person? That's, yeah. That's something you chose to do. He said, I love you so much. I'm going to let you do what you want to do. And when you're ready to come back, I'm, I'm going to accept you with open arms. But I mean, isn't that how a good father Listen. is where, where they come rescue you out of a situation you put yourself in? And he came right before it. He broke it up right before it got bad. Like I want to talk about bad. Like he came before it got bad. And I, and I thank God for it. Not even though it hurt, I thank God for the experience. So now I'm able to share with other women 
what I went through, through my own mistakes and through my own obedience. And some people might not think that you need to be praying about friendships. Yes, you do. You need to be praying about any type of relationship you're going to have, whether it's work related, kingdom related, friendship, platonic, you know, marriage, whatever you need to pray about. First of all, we got to pray about all things, especially when it's pertaining to friendships, because we're not taught to pray about those things because we feel like, oh, it's a small matter. No, it starts off small, but you know, when you really become, you know, uh, yoked to somebody, y'all be, begin to be engrafted in each other's lives, it makes an impact, whether it's negative or positive. So we have to pray about friendships because they do matter. They don't just matter. They really matter. Yes. When you pick your spouse, your friends, they not your spouse at the beginning. They're your friends. Yes. And I believe on the, on the, on the, on the previous podcast, on a part one of Covenant Friendships, one of the young ladies was like, you should be praying about your friends just as much as you're praying for the right spouse. Listen, you should be praying for the right friendships, the right friendship. I don't think people understand on who you connected to means everything on your next movement. And it's a reflection of who you are because, you know, it's a cliche, but it's true. You know, we say the birds of a feather flock together. And people are like, oh, that's just what she do. That ain't, I don't do that. But you yoke to this person. The Bible say, how can mm. two walk together except they be agreed? So you might not be doing what they're doing in this moment, but something in you identify with that and you okay with being this person's friend knowing that they are completely out of order. Exactly. So, and then here's the thing. That goes into the fact of when somebody in the friendship, because they're not whole, they continue to do broken things. Yes. They don't like to be held accountable. Yes. And they'll say, oh, well, you judging me. Oh, there go that big word. <laughs> That's that big word. I was That's like, that well, word. my Bible tells me that we are, but you have to judge righteously righteously that's he and that's the part they miss yes you know we you gotta eat the whole roll you just can't take a part of it because you feel like if it's the portion of the life that you're trying to live you have to look at it in its whole totality to get an understanding of what god is saying through the scripture but no mm -hmm. you know we take everything so personal like whoa it's me you're trying to attack me you're trying to judge me no i'm telling you the truth because i love you and i'm letting you know that if you continue to to act like this and do this we can no longer be friends and it's okay to tell people like hey i i, I love you we friends i i respect what we what we're building in our friendship but if you continue to do x y and z i'm going to have to disconnect myself and that is okay oh I mean, and I, I think what we, <laughs> that's it. People don't like the fact, my core, my core values are supposed to mimic the principles of God. Listen, when you no longer are aligned with those things, I have every right yes. to disconnect. Absolutely. Because we are no longer aligned. Yep. See, everything you do is supposed to be aligned with Abba. What you what you think, what you listen to, what you watch, what you eat, what I, people just try to put God in. Oh, it's just a church thing. No, 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 no. And you can't. We and as Christians, it's not even just as Christian women. Just as Christians, period. We invite God into the spaces we desire Him to be in, but not in the most undesirable places. And that is always the friendship area because I think I can do it myself. And that's the issue. Any the moment we feel like we could do it better than God can, you have just made the one of the biggest mistakes of your life. 
the biggest. Yes. And that's how I ended up in a vicious cycle, a vicious cycle, a vicious cycle, a vicious cycle of toxic friendships, not toxic relationships. I'm talking about toxic friendships yes. that was based on gossip, that was based on um trauma, that was based on brokenness, yep. that was even yep. based on let me dare to say it, misinterpreted doctrine. Yes. Yes. Speak on it. Set the people free. I mean, <laughs> if we're going to go there, we're going to be yes. honest. I mean, and then not to mention, we base, we, I created friendships because both of us thought we was going to get something good about the situation. Listen, but did we? Do you know my story? Like, because you're all in my business. Like, because it's mine too, listen. girl. I mean, and I, I, and when we, when you realize, when you realize, when you step up, when God lets you step up out your mess, because when you step up out your mess, you got to look back. You got to look at your mess before you keep moving. Yeah, listen. And I am a firm believer of the, you know how we're in this, we're in this era or in this space where everybody, I grew, I'm outgrow people. Oh, I'm the growth. Yeah. It's growth. And I'm, I'm down for growing because I've grown, but I don't, I am a true believer of Jonah that if you did not if you haven't shed anything, you have not. No, grown. you have not grown. And when I mean shedding, that is toxic relationships. That is toxic friendships. But that if your mentality toxic. don't change, then you didn't grow. And then you're going to go right back into the same. God cycle. pulled you out for you to jump right back in with another person with a different face. The same spirit, the different I face. Did. I felt like I grown because because the friendship in like, oh, well, I, mean, I grew them, but went, like you said, started another friendship with the same spirit, just a different face. And then we want we want everybody to rebuke it, to do this, to do that. And it's like, nah, boo, this and the Holy Spirit like, but this all you. It's all you. This yeah, but she got a Jezebel spirit. She had the Jezebel spirit before she came in. Yeah. Now she's just working full blown and now you gotta deal with it, don't you? Yep, yeah, because mm -hmm. you should have recognized it and checked it at the door. And that's like, okay, I recognize I've had this problem four times. How many times? So now it's no longer a God problem. Yeah. This is a discernment problem. Yes. This is a you problem. And then it's like how women are desperate for men. And desperate for women are desperate for friendships. Yep. And and I mean, and, and I I don't want to blame the culture because the culture make it look like I'll give a perfect example, a perfect example when like when women get married, they have all these bridesmaids. And I remember thinking to myself, like, who knows that many women and they're cool with them? Girl, me and my husband elope. Do you hear me? Cause my see, okay. Cause I'm like, I don't know 17 women I won't stand in next to me. And I'm cool like, with they you. look cute in photos and all that. Like, oh, but my thing is. If you cannot stand beside me and, and my husband before God, if you can't get a prayer through, because every day ain't going to be a good day in my marriage. If you don't stand for holiness and for what, what marital values are, if we don't see marriage the same way, you can't, you it's can't no stand point. beside me. So it's no me point. And my husband, we got married That's together. why your friendship has to be aligned with godly principles. And if I can tell y'all this, don't y'all know that the last, the last like toxic relationship I had got soon as God severed it, me and my husband connected. As soon as I severed it, me and my husband connected. As soon as. Wow. So, so that goes to show you the weight 
of what a toxic friendship could be holding up in your life. And it's not, not just pertaining to your spouse. It could be pertaining to uh, a, lo a different location. You're trying to relocate, a new job, going back to school, starting your own business. It could be finances. You're trying to have children. This thing is bigger than what we think it is. As soon as I let that friendship go, my husband came. As soon as the same month, so about the same month, it's no it, it's deeper than that it, it's deeper than only just my friend no we being connected to the wrong people mean that they they are holding up some stuff in your life because they feel in a space that god didn't ordain for them to be in yeah yeah no it, it I, and i look at friendship as a table as a covenant table yeah. because friendship is another form of covenant yes it is so because you when i call you my friend we've made an agreement yep and you know the world that's my best friend that's my best friend no no it's a privilege to be called a friend because it's a privilege to be called a friend of god yes but there are some so, qualifications and requirements and here we go that goes into the next question what qualities make a person unqualified to be a covenant friend well, what makes them unqualified well first of all or disqualify them for being a covenant friend well my thing is if we don't believe the same thing then we definitely can't mm -hmm. be friends because we gonna always be at odds with each other yep I'm a person who, who I, I mean, I love the Lord. I'm not sitting here speaking in tongues all day and quoting scripture. But anytime I make a decision or anytime we, we, we are conversing about something, Christ will be the center. Because I, I, I have to have a parameter of what, what, what I can do, what I cannot do, what's right and what's wrong. But we know that it is the word of God. So if we don't view it the same then it's not going to work. Like you said, you form friendships. I form friendships uh, for false doctrine. What we, what I thought was true, but it wasn't. It was something to fit what, what I wanted to do in that moment. So if we don't even see it the same way, then it's not going to work. No, it, it, it's not that it's not going to work. It won't ever no. work. It won't ever work. And it just, it, it just shows where a bad friendship it really is a mirror. It reflects how you see yourself. yourself what you allow. Talk about it. And that's why I say, what are the qualities that disqualify? Because I, the surface level is insecurity, um, low self-esteem, jealousy. Those are all, those are all, that's what disqualify you to be my friend. You're absolutely correct. Yeah. Not serving the same God. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. that disqualify you from being my friend. But what one of the number one things for me, Janetta, is that what disqualifies you as a friend? Talk about it. How do you pray? Listen, and let, that's good. because now are you my friend, or 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 are you just an associate and associates are perfectly fine but you don't get access to certain issues in my life you don't get access to certain spaces in my Come life on. you don't get access to certain blessings in my life until you start seeing yourself as a privilege to be connected to listen you gonna make sure you are very savage privilege, about not who obligated. enters <laughs> into my space so how 
do you pray? And I'm not talking about can you speak in tongues, and that is that's important too. Don't get me wrong. Can you pray? And 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 when I say can you pray, can you pray effectively and fervently? Amen. <laughs> and I don't think friends. See, we we don't we, we we like it on Twitter. I want a friend that can intercede for me. It's cool. It's all fine and dandy till it's six in the morning and somebody like I need somebody to pray because this 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 that is part. happening and we need this done. Are you the friend that's gonna get up and say, uh-uh, I have my hair up, let's go? Who we slaying in the spirit? Yep. Who we calling on? Yeah, what we doing? Say less. I got you. Or not, and since you said there's somebody who can even pick you up in the spirit before you even Ooh, because it's the silence. Listen. It's the silence that I need to I Listen. need to know. Can you hear? It's the girl. Girl. But can you pick me up before I even like text you, call you, FaceTime you? Can you pick me up in the spirit and carry me? And just text uh -uh, me when you finish. I, I, it is I finished. It is done. I dropped text in seconds. Uh you fell in my spirit. What's going on? Yep. I just did this mm -hmm. right before I got home. <laughs> And don't and, and then I know you lying. I can see. Yep. Now don't lie. What's wrong? What what we who head we need to take? What's what python I need to cut? What what do I need to that do? Part. And I mean and 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 the last the last thing I should say, say less. Yes, yeah, say less. I got you. Say less. And we don't, that's the friendship we need, a say less friendship. Yep. Say less. I don't need the details. I just need to know what it is. I know how to cover it. Say less. Jesus was, he said, he wanted the cup to pass, but he said, nevertheless, not my will. Your will be done. Not mine. That's how your friendship be. Say less. That's it. Because I got it. But see, everybody don't want to be that. No. Mm -hmm. And what I found out, sis, was that I guess me being the person that I am, it was almost like I had like a savior complex because I could see oh. what a person was doing. I was like, oh, well, I can help them. Like, I could be their friend. Oh. And so I yoked, you know, came friends with these young ladies, and that became the thing that I, I was always that person to go to could call. Not only was I praying, like, I would pull up. Like, send me the address. I'm pulling up. I'm pulling up. And I'm not just saying just driving over. Like, I'm getting on the plane. Like, I'm on the way. So I was that friend. And the moment I said no, I was a horrible friend. Because I chose my own peace. My own happiness first. Now I'm horrible. But just a minute ago, you was all on social media and everything else. Telling everybody I was the best friend you ever had. But the minute I say I choose me over all this stuff you got going on, well, you're not a good friend. So I had to get delivered from that savior complex and realize that I only can do what I can do. And I got to give you to God. Like you are not my responsibility in that capacity. No, you know, you to me to do something that only God can do. And even in that, you're not even, you don't even want to let it go. You just want, you know, you just want a little leeway for, for a moment. You just need, but, but that's it. The leeway. Yeah. A person who doesn't have a proper perspective of God is not going to have a proper perspective of a godly friendship. Listen. And and here's the thing. I, and I'm in therapy. And I learned this in therapy and I was a little shook. Um, sis told me, you don't have an issue casting your cares to God. You have an issue surrendering wow. your cares to God. And I was like, that's good. 
I thought this was just supposed to be a nice time. <laughs> like, you know, I wasn't prepared for that type of response. Because it's like, oh, baby, I know how to cast my cares. Like Peter said, yeah. I cast my cares. And when she said it, it was like, oh, but there's a difference between. Yeah, she's like, you cast it, but then you go pick it back yep. up. And I'm like, yeah, but it's mine. She was like, then when do you want God to step in? Yeah. That and but the key word is when do you want God? God yeah. Not your friend, not your spouse, not your mom, not your dad. When do you want God to step in? Until you become whole, you're no good for a spouse or a friend. No. no. And I don't think people realize that a friend, I think. Was it Issa Rae when she talked? I think she tweeted uh, maybe like a month or two ago where she talked about we talk about breakups with uh, our significant yeah, others, but, but what about the breakups with our friendships? Those hurt just as much. Listen, have you mourned a friend? Have you mourned a friendship that died? Listen, I've I've mourned several of them, several meaning like more than one or two. <laughs> And I mean, and it's devastating Very special. because this was a person that you were so used to, it'd be something that happened. It's a, it's a joke between the two of you and you begin to call and it's like, oh, we not cool. Yeah. Are you here a song? Especially like when you've been like to the point to where y'all were in ministry, like doing ministry mm. together, traveling together, like starting business venture, like I'm talking about like at that level. And then, you know, then they somebody, oh, well, we're such and such. I don't see y'all together anymore. And you got to go through this whole, well, you know, I don't talk to that person no more. Well, why y'all don't talk? Because y'all used to be like best friends. Like, <laughs> and that, see, I love it. I, this is how I know the Holy Spirit because it goes into the next one. <laughs> what is the proper way to break ties with a friendship not centered around godly principles? Well, my thing was... I had to got to the point where I had to let them know, like, hey, um, what we have, it's no longer good for either one of us because I can't give you what you are looking for and what I need from you. You don't have the capacity to give me. So we need to just go ahead and, and just sever ties and just be done with it. So with the last friendship, she was like, oh, well, yeah, that that, that, that sounds good. So maybe in a, in a few months, we can come back together and see what we both are. I say, no, like, I'm, I'm good. Like, I'm done. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't need to come back in a few months. Like, I don't need to be a new year, new me type thing. And I'm on this and I'll, I'll check back with you. Like, no, like once I'm done, I'm done. Like, I'm not, I'm not a part of cancel culture or anything like that. But when God lets you know, that hey this should have never been formed like you should have never no my my no is my no and i don't owe you any explanation like just know that it is no i wish you well i wish god forgot to bless you to enlarge your territory i wish you well in all your future endeavors but just over there not over here so that's how i ended that that is literally how i you were nicer. <laughs> when I ended, I'm like, may God continue to bless you in your future endeavors. However, we've come to a crossroad. I'm going one way, you're going another. I don't wish you no harm. I bless you as you leave because I blessed you when you came. Listen, no hard feelings. And, I, and, and, no and we don't have nothing That's else it. to talk about after that. That's it. I don't explain what you could have done, but you know what you did. And let me take it a step further. I know what I did. 
because there's always my story, her story, and it's whole truth. You have three sides. Yep. It's three sides to a story. So I know what I did. You know what you did. The Holy Spirit know what we we both both. did. But let me tell you what we going to do. Walk our separate ways. And hopefully... You're blessed in your future endeavors because I'm gonna be blessed Listen, in my future endeavors. God is with me, and that's it. <laughs> I mean, because like Joseph, every time you read about Joseph, that last sentence was because God was yep. with Joe. All right, so just know when we part ways, God is with Latoya, and I hope you can say the same for you. I'm not here to tell you it's for you, but I can promise you, I got I got leeway yes. with him for him for me to say confidently, firmly, I'm. Thoroughly persuaded God yes. is with me. Yes. So that's how I ended. I bless you and your Yeah, because you because you, it's coming from a sincere place. It really is. But most people take that as you being um, funny. Being yeah, condescending. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, no, I I'm blessing you as you leave because I don't want no ill will. No. I I don't I don't want this to linger. I don't want there to be a stench of this friendship to linger into my next one. So I'm going to bless you when you leave because it's best that I bless you. Because as a prophet of the most high, I got the option to bless you Listen. and curse you. So it's a, it's entire. You should feel privileged. I bless you because I can, I can react out my flesh. Yeah, but I can say some things and, and, and tear it up. <laughs> and guess what? He got to perform either. Yeah. We got to perform either one because I'm under that. But that's why I say when I bless you, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not joking. I'm not, I know people use sis in a condescending yes. way. I know people say, oh, bless you. Oh, bless you, child. Okay, beloved. And yeah, those are all fun and dandy. I play like that with friends and associates. But when this is a serious matter, when I use those words, they hold weight because they, they mean something because I am a true believer that, words are spiritual containers. I'm not going to speak just anything over you or to you. And if I'm too angry to speak, I I don't don't say nothing. I don't say nothing. And and my silence is not good. That's that's your answer to say, let me cool down too. Because if I, because if you, I'm like that song, don't push me close to the edge. Yeah, yeah. And then that, that that last part, I'm trying not to, not lose, to lose my head. Like you don't want me to lose Thanks. my head because then now I gotta go back to God and repent for the things I said and say no 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 no. no. Please don't administrate yeah, don't do any that. of those things. Yeah. I was mad. I called the dogs off, don't and that's do not it, how this goes. Yeah. You can't pull a word back. Yep, that's it. So, and that's another thing. When you know who you are, you make sure you surround you surrounded by people who don't. Possess the provoking spirit. That part. That part. Mm. Man, like you said, you struck a chord when you when we were just talking about uh, you know, how do you end a, you know, a dysfunctional relationship? And even though I've had few dysfunctional relationships, when I was friends with that person, whatever they told me in secret, I'm taking it to my grave. Like, so when these friendships end, like, y'all got to stop getting on social media and telling people's business. Like, you you out of order. Because whenever they was going through whatever they was going through, you was a friend. So even though the friendship is over, whatever they told you, you're not supposed to spew that out to the next person or on your timeline or, or in the last group meet. Like, we got to stop doing that because this happened to me. So Yeah, me too. To me. It happened. So I'm like... It happened to me in probably one of the most devastating ways. I'm actually still healing from it where 
um, my personal information with an ex, very confidential and private information was blasted all on social media. Their intention was for it to go viral. It only only two people saw it, and it was them too. But had it had it had the enemy had it right, way, it could have went all her the intent, way. Her intent was very. Her intent was to kill, and steal, and destroy. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, when a friendship ends, I shouldn't see nothing about me subliminally anywhere. Listen. But because, and that lets you know that by you severing the, the friendship that you did the right thing. Because now that you you have no dog in the you fight, now you can truly see that person and all their glory for what they really are and what they really stand for. Because I still, like, two, three years later, I'm still getting, I'm still subliminal stuff. And I'm like, I'm so far removed. Like, why are you so bothered? Like, I'm mm-hmm. living my best mm-hmm. blessed life. Like, but I mean, but, but what you have to realize, pride has so many layers. It's not even the fact that I've noticed the problem isn't that I ended the friendship. The problem was I ended it first. Yeah. Yep. That you moved on. They wanted to be the ones that, and, it, and, it, and it struck a chord and they manifested. And it was like, oh. Because, I mean, whether you end a friendship with me or I end it, either way, you're gone. Yeah. Bad girlfriend. Okay, girl. Like, I, I could be ignorant if I need to. Okay, girl. <laughs> that part. <laughs> okay, girl. When I keep okay, girl, you, that's a warning and like, a bye. Go ahead on now. Okay, go girl. Ahead. Okay, girl. Like, at this point, I'm done. It doesn't matter if you ended it or if I ended it. The thing, the, the base it's of the done. issue is you're yeah, gone. Man, that that's that's what it is, and I I in my mid thirties, I'm learning to heal from broken. We, friendships. not you. We. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. We <laughs> we are learning to heal from yes. broken friendships because it has me very, and I, dare I be honest, it has me on the edge, Jonathan, where it's like. When people, when girls want to be, when chicks want to be like, oh, I want to be your friend. Why? Your <laughs> I'm like, why? That should not be my response. That lets you know I'm still That's me. That's there. Me. Like, you have no friends? Like, this one lady at my church, like, you have your friends? I said, no. They said, you have no. I said, my husband is my friend and my best friend. Like, well, you don't have no girlfriend you hang out with? No. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> And, but but you but you know that, that that's the wound yes. that's talking because we we've, we've been hit in that area so frequently. It's kind of like you know how Nathaniel was like, can anything good come from Nazareth? And now me and you like, can any good friends come from women? Yeah. So I was like, Lord, I said, Lord, I'm open women? to it. I said, but I know that I have to process everything that happened, um, the part that I played, and I have to process my healing. I said because if I don't. My mentality is I'm going to go in another friendship with my guard up, wait for them to do what, what has already been done to me. And I'm going to start projecting that on them. And they're not, you know, they don't deserve that. So let me just stay over here. Mm-hmm. And so, so the Lord can get me together so I can work out my issues and my hurt and my past trauma. So that's why mm-hmm. I am with yeah. like women all the time be, oh, well, you know, we need to connect. When I'm like, why? For what? But that's how I know 
And when you really have a have a relationship with the Lord and you really have a desire to walk in wholeness, you can be completely honest and transparent. Like, ooh, I, I still need some help in that area. Okay, God, let me let me go, let me go to God. And God, I, it's still there. It's, there's still some residue there. Let's deal with that residue. And you know, and that's a prayer. <laughs> it's funny you said, oh girl, we all up in it. <laughs> It's funny you said residue because like that that's usually when I'm praying after I'm hurt, whether it's from a friendship, a sibling, a parent, whatever the yeah. hurt comes from. It's like God blow away the residue. Yeah. Because when there's any type of residue lingering, you bring that yeah. to the next thing. So now you're you're cautious in areas where God is like, but I got you. I got this. I got this. And one thing profound God told me, the Holy Spirit, he shared with me, he was like, you don't ever need to worry about being hurt mm, 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 mm. because I'm going to heal you and restore you as if it doesn't. Wow. That's love that, that it didn't happen. However, you still need to move in wisdom, yeah. but don't fear. Don't fret. Wow. Because I am with you. That spoke wonders to me. So not that I'm frivolously moving out here and making friendships or doing this dumb things because I know that I serve the, ultimate healer Listen. but it's the fact that i don't need to fear that going into right. creating a friendship yeah. i don't need to fear are they gonna gut me like a fish because now i know my boundaries i don't need to overshare yep that was me overshare felt like i just had to tell my whole story my whole life story <laughs> within one sitting and that person is like whoa you know like girl so he did this and then this happened my daddy did this my mama did this my brother did this and, and they be like so did you just want to get ice cream or no? Right. Like, you know, they were on a basic level and you put them at a yeah. best friend level. Yep. And I and had the audacity to get upset that they couldn't carry what you gave them properly because no, they wasn't even supposed to be where you I gave I learned it. that through the life of Jesus and his relationship with the disciples. Everybody can handle his humanity. So that's why he only had three with him in the garden and only one was with him when he went to the cross. Because everybody could not handle... Everybody can't handle Everybody can't handle it. They're not built for it. And we can't try to make somebody to be something that they not. And then when they can't, we upset with them. The God was like, no, because I didn't tell you to do that anyway. That's something you wanted to do. I didn't tell you to share that. So that's what I've done in my mistakes, trying to make somebody be something that they were not. Thinking that they can handle something just because I can handle theirs. Thinking they can handle mine and they couldn't. It was too much for them. Oh, and here's a bonus question. I didn't even tell you this one. I've started to understand, Jonetta, that I can't make friendships with people who do not understand my mantle. <laughs> and 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 you know, people will be like, oh, that's just um you being judgmental or you're not giving people a chance. Mm-mm. Or the ones who I, are I, jealous I of your mantle. Yes, I'm a heavyweight. And you ain't got to tell me. Yep. I, you got to be able to handle that, whether you're a heavyweight or not. Yep. Because if you can't handle that, we're going to always find a problem. That part. And that brings me to the question of how do you make friends with those that don't understand you? And the answer is simple. You don't. Nope. You don't. They have you to don't. be like, you know, an associate. Or even I'm learning that there are different levels 
to friendships. To friendships. Yeah. yeah. Oh, are, there's definitely, yes. you know, you have levels of someone. You might have your level one, your level two, your level three. Then, you know, you have your executive and, you know, so forth. So, on. so I've learned even that because I noticed that I try not to counsel anybody out because somebody might need to just get just in a close enough proximity to get something from me to carry them to their next place. And so who am I to rob them? Or vice versa. Because I understand that everybody's not going to be able to to receive me, to handle me and all that I come with. And that's okay. I'm not for everybody and everybody ain't for me. That's cool. I've come to realize that. And you know what? I think that's the problem with friendships. We get so offended when somebody don't. My job is to love you. I don't have to like you. And, and that's what I'm ordered to do. That is yeah, the, the that is the commandment yeah. of all commandments. Is I have to love you. That don't mean I gotta like nope. you. Not at all. And just and 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 when you like yourself, uh, take it further. When you love Listen. yourself, you don't care about who nope, like you, you or go not. Head on in Jesus' name. It's like okay, then you just not you're not you're not my connection. And that's why I look at fr- covenant friendships as a table. We at a, we're at a table. And here's the thing. Sometimes the person who's sitting on your right may end up sitting at the end of the table. They don't lead a table, but they get positioned to a different space because you move to a different space in your life or they move to a different yep, space in their life. They're no longer your... Yep. It's not that they're not your friend. Their position in your life has shifted. Your right hand is your right hand. They got you. No problem. But they may be going through something. Let's throw something out there. Maybe they're, Maybe a parent passed away. They can't be that that right hand right now. But that doesn't disqualify them from being a friend. It just means they can't be that for you right now. And maybe right now, they're not your right, but you're their right at the moment. So roles shift in a covenant friendship. Maybe you're the strong friend and I'm the weak one, but you're there. And then maybe that'll switch in, in, in situations where you're the strong friend and I'm the weak friend, or I'm the strong friend, and you're the weak friend. It, 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 there's never one person always carrying no, the whole no. load. That thing is twofold. Always, always, and we get we we get misconstrued with that in friendships. It, oh, well, she was so she always there for me. Yeah, but I had to be there for myself today. Yep, and I told us that savior complex. Like when you do you there so much, that's always an expectation. And I'm like, wait, I don't. You telling me that because I've always been there that I can't take the time to choose me first. So off the bat, I know I can't be with I can't be in a friendship with somebody who has a problem with me choosing me first. Like I can't. I yes, can't. or your family, because yeah. like, and then you know, it, the world makes it makes makes you become leery of being friends with someone who's single and you're married yeah. because it's like, oh, they're a threat, or they're gonna be jealous because I'm. And that, that doesn't have to be the case because you're married and I'm yeah. not. The thing is, I want to marry. I want a heavy hitter on my team that's married because then when I'm dating somebody, now sis, that ain't yep. That's not coming from jealousy because when you got all single friends and they ain't seeing nobody, sometimes the advice can become a little child. Yep. But when it's a married friend, they want to, they know the desires of your heart. And that's the thing. Your covenant friends know the desires of yep. your heart. They, they, they cherish them as much as God cherishes. And they're not going to steer you in the wrong direction. They won't like, they won't, they won't be quiet. Like I, I, I want you to call me out. Boo. You didn't see the red flag he got. Let me point it out. He's a liar. That part. <laughs> oh, 
I thought it was uh-uh, uh-uh. uh-uh. And you gotta be okay. And when and when you're comfortable with yourself, when your girl tell you your man's lying, you ain't finna turn around and say, Well, you just jealous because that right there means you've been jealous. See, when you start calling stuff out on other people, it's sometimes yep. you. You're right about it. So, and I really want that complex of women feeling, oh, I can't be friends with single women when I'm married and vice versa because there's a jealousy. No, that's not jealousy. It's a it's, it's a privilege to have a, a married woman, an experienced woman as a friend. She now can, she now knows what to intercede. She knows the desires of your heart. Now she's praying for the right man. I mean, your, your, your single sis got you too, but it's something about that Listen, married woman. She understands. When I was, um, she, she can start telling you something. When I was single, I had married friends. And the thing about that, my married friends were coming to me for marital advice because they understood wow. that I knew relationship. They knew that mm. I had a relationship with the father. And they knew that even though they were married, they had been missing the mark in their relationship with God. So in turn, they started seeing it being reflected in their marriage. So although I was single with no man, wasn't even dating, they was coming to me, hey, Jonetta Jojo, me, X, Y, and D with my husband, what do I need to do? Since the Bible says and such and such and such, this is what you need to do. So we even in that, we got to stop saying that that single people can't give marital advice. Yes, they can if they understand covenant and they understand relationship. Yes, they can. I'm going to give you what the Bible say. We all read the same Bible, right? So stop saying that. So I think when I was mm-hmm. single, I had more married friends than I did single friends. Yeah. So there's nothing. There's yeah, nothing I, I think that's that. essential. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You need to have different dynamics. That's just like we have different realms that we enter it's in, different. you're supposed to have friendships in those different yep. realms that understand. And a single woman, you're desiring marriage. You should have a few married friends who can help who can help steer you from from certain pitfalls that they may have. Yes, because you might be you might be a single, single woman desiring something in the marriage, and you'd be like, "Well, wait a minute, you living in a fantasy like that ain't a." girl because we all been there (laughs) and i mean i'm starting to realize that as a single woman in my mid-30s living alone and i'm kind of like as much as i was thinking like man i wish i was married during the pandemic no i don't yeah Mm -hmm. i want my space i like my and i had to be honest three hours out of the day sis i wanted to be married (laughs) it's 24 hours in the day so that lets you know how much where I'm at. Yeah. Where it was like, man, to be stuck in a crib with a dude all day. Yeah, because it's definitely a, a big difference from being single and then being married. There's a huge uh-huh. difference. Because even it is, I mean, your worship is uh, different. Yeah. And and that's that go not even just your worship with your spouse, your worship with your godly friends are yep. different. Have you noticed the difference between having friends in the culture and friends that kingdom oh, friendships or covenant friendships the worship is different it's lighter the air is lighter because somebody already didn't win in somebody already know how to do this break up stuff and confront this and combat against that and oh lord when you're going through something and say hey i I, I, i'm about to go on a fast a covenant friend and say you need me to fast with you that's me because i'm down do you hear me I mean, I don't like fasting, girl, but if I got to do it, yeah, I'm gonna like, do it. But I'm going to be honest. I love my food. Yeah, okay? I don't like fasting, but when we talking about tearing down some stuff the enemy doing, let's do it. We going <laughs> to do it. And I'm going to say, once again, that boils down to the say less. Say less. 
And and I mean, as much as I love to call this covenant friendships, now I want to say less friends. <laughs> Listen, I, I think we didn't came up with a whole new. I want to say less friends. <laughs> and I mean, I I. I, I'm truly blessed that you came on today and shared. And the it was wisdom. it was so it was such a blessing. So this was needed, you know, yes. to be here and just to know, like, you know, just by the people who are gonna tune in that you are not by yourself. And although we both wear hats of walking in the office of a prophet and um wearing these different mantles and being ordained and being licensed, even being in our thirties, that that doesn't excuse us from having making, you know you know, bad decisions and poor choices mm -hmm. and friendships and that even though we have, there's still, there's still more to our story. It's still healing um, on the other side. Like you don't have to stay stuck where you are regardless of your age. No, you do not. And and one of the promises of God is healing, yes. is being whole. So that is a children's bread. That's what you said. It is. That is your portion. Yeah. Being healed is your portion if you go after it. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and the Bible says the, the kingdom has suffered violently, but the violent force. You want that healing, you better go Listen. get it. You gotta be say, go get your about your healing. <laughs> yep. Go get your healing. Go get, it. go get your covenant friend. Go get your stay less friend. Go, lay in the pool go, get, go get it. <laughs> go get her. You deserve a stay less friend. She deserves a stay less friend. Become stay a stay less, less friend. friend. <laughs> that's 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 it. So Jonetta, can you please let everyone know how they can um, find you on your social media platforms? If you have any websites, let us know. Let us know how they can okay. connect. Okay, so connect if, you, if, you, if you're on Twitter, my name on Twitter is I am Jonetta Marie. Um, my first name is J-O-N-E-T-T-A. And as far as Facebook and uh, Instagram goes, my name is the same, which is uh, Jonetta. Day, uh, I'm going to give you all my uh, maiden name, Jonetta Prendergast. So, uh, yes, my name is a little crazy. My husband is Jamaican, so my last name is Prendergast, and it's P-R-E-N-D-E-R-G-A-S-T. And my website as well is uh, JonettaPrendergast.com. Perfect, perfect. Well, we know you are an intercessor, and, you know, I usually end out with prayer, but the Holy Spirit is saying, go ahead. Um, By all means, just close us out. Um, Before we close out, sis, I want... Thank you so much for coming on. I Ooh, love thank you. you for having me. I love uh, you too. I love you for real. Um, this I know, right? For real, this ain't this ain't the the stuff we love you uh -uh, and then we don't no, like each other. Safe. No, no, you my sis. Yeah, for you real. My, she got my number. For real, that's, that that's real for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I love you. This was great. I really think this is gonna free some people. This is gonna help some people with identifying friends that are not covenant friendships Absolutely. and and even having the strength to break free yes, it from takes the covenant strength. friendship because it because it, it does it's gonna hurt but i promise you the Je jehovah rapha is gonna Listen. be right there so go ahead sis uh, end us out in prayer go father ahead. god we honor you we lift you up we magnify you even now lord god father thank god we you. thank you god for latoya god we thank you god for the platform god that she has given that you have given her god to share god kingdom principles god with women and even the men that will tune in god father god i pray god that you will pour back into her god as much as she is poured out and laid before you and labor god for this podcast god even god we want to cover the women god who are going to listen 
listening to this podcast, God, the ones who are right now contemplating ending friendships, God, because they have been able to recognize and understand that some of these friendships, God, that they were not ordained by you and they are no longer healthy or beneficial, God, to which you are calling them to, God, in the name of Jesus, God, Father, God, we pray right now, God, that you will strengthen them even now, Lord God, huh? in the name of Jesus, God, Father, God, you said, God, that when we are weak, God, your strength is made perfect, God, so give them, God, yes. the wisdom, the knowledge, and the understanding, God, that they need, God, to make the next move that they need to make in their lives, God, in That's the mighty right. name of Jesus, God, and we even pray and ask, God, that the discernment, God, would be so sharp and be so keen, God, that they can see an assignment, God, that's dressed up in the form of a friendship, God, that's dressed up in the form of a fake BFF, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, God, I pray, God, that every person, God, that listens, God, that we have said something, God, that has glorified you, God, that has edified them, God, that has built them up, God, and ultimately, God, let them see, God, what a friendship looks like, God, what it does not look like, God, and how much you value friendship, God, covenant friendship, God, in the name of Jesus, God, and Father God, we cancel every assignment of the enemy, God, oh, everything yes, that's Lord. dressed up as a friendship, God, Father God, let yes. our eyes, God, and let our spirits, God, be in Yes, what Lord. you are saying in this moment in God and when you reveal what it is God in the true nature and the heart and the intent of the people who are trying to connect God give us the power God to make the decisions God that need to be made Father God we glorify you we magnify you God we love you and we honor you even now yes, in the Lord. name of Jesus that we pray amen oh amen amen and I just keep hearing right now I keep hearing and I've been speaking about it at our own church about the, the key of David, the Davidic key. It's a master key. And when I say a master key, I'll give an example. Um, a landlord has a master key to everyone's apartment. Yeah. Meaning if he had, that's what the date, the key of David is. It's a master key. This is the key that God is about to get ready to give keys to people to open up doors. And this key even can close doors that no man can Listen. close, but that key and even unlock doors that no man can unlock. But th th this is a key season for when these keys are being released so people can be able to unlock certain friendships that are divine connections for them and close and lock with these master keys with friendships that don't serve them no good. Yes. I feel that yes. strongly in my yes. spirit. Thank you so much, sis, for coming on. I love you again. Love you, love you, love you. Love um, you and to too. our listeners, thank you so much for listening. As always, until next time, I am praying for you. I love you. And I'll see you next season. Bye. I got up out that dark place. Stop worrying about what everybody else say. Cause they don't know my story Can't see my pain If they did then they would love me just the same I shine, you shine, we shine together That's how it was meant